Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and diamond sponsor Ventivid. Whispering Loudly is a workshop whisperer podcast with Rachel Evans. We really encourage you guys, wherever you listen, we know we're on many apps worldwide, to go to the review section and write a review for the podcast. This is from Pure Automotive. They say, awesome podcast. Being new to ownership of a workshop, listening to Whispering Loudly Pod has helped me think outside the box. I know I can fix cars, but being a businessman is something else. So definitely recommend listening to this pod. Four exclamation marks. This guy is so excited. I'm really happy about that. Thanks, Rachel, and all your guests for your insight. Yeah, don't take it lightly. A professional podcast is a lot, a lot of work. Rach can tell you she's been doing it for seasons and seasons. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. Yeah, very much so. But we wouldn't keep doing it if we didn't keep getting amazing reviews like that to let yeah. us know that we're on track. Yeah, thank you so much. So, Rach is doing that free content for you. So, if you can go and help her out with a review, we'd really appreciate it. Coming up next is Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Performance Hub today on Whispering Loudly with Dean Evans. What are we covering off on today, Dean? For this episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with your toxic team members. Can you put them in the recycling? Is that in the work contract? (laughs) Uh, I might have to add that, 0.5. Okay. Dean, today we're going to be talking about toxic team members and how to deal with them. Yeah, it's a question we get asked lots and lots and lots about how do I handle my toxic team members? Or I I think I've got a team member uh, that's toxic and they're pulling you know, the rest of the, the team or the workshop down. And that's only compounded by the problem right now that there is a skill shortage across Australia, New Zealand at least. Uh, I think the average is uh, about every workshop is one technician down. That kind of changes the power imbalance, if you like, a little between toxic team members who, well, they're toxic because they have a natural sense of entitlement. They believe they deserve special treatment they also believe rules don't apply to them and under the current employment climate if you like they have this unfounded belief that their job is safe their job is secure and that's a real issue because there's three key reasons why you absolutely need to deal with your toxic team members first is they will damage your revenue Right, due to poor quality work, due to their treatment of uh, or their inability to demonstrate care, you know, genuine care or empathy for you know the rest of your workforce or your customers. Customers won't return. They will damage your retention. If you have a bad apple in the bowl long enough, it infects the other apples. And what happens is your toxic team member doesn't leave, but your quality team members will. So you end up with a toxic culture. You've got more of the wrong people left, right? And you find it harder and harder to attract and uh, retain your good team members. And finally, they will damage your reputation in the marketplace. And if you put those together, damage to your revenue, retention and reputation, uh, it is a slippery slide between you having to close the doors, turn the lights off, all because you did not act to remove a toxic team member from your workplace how do we know that they're 
toxic? Are there certain characteristics that will really stand out? There's many. We could probably do three days on the characteristics of toxic team members uh, or high-conflict personalities, as they've often been labelled as well. But I just want to discuss two ways, two models that are going to help the listeners identify a toxic team member in their workplace. Number one is I call WEB, W-E-B, all right? And WEB stands for Words, Emotions and Behaviours. So toxic team members have a natural tendency to use language, words, that is incredibly divisive, right? Think of it as they see the world in black and white. They kind of split things into good and bad, right? They live at the extremes, if you like, or, you know, their language talks about extremes. Something is either always someone's fault or never their responsibility. So we need to be very tuned in to the words that are toxic, or the words that our team use, and those that tend to be very divisive and operate it at you know extreme ends of a of a spectrum. Uh, that's one clue that this person might be toxic. The second is their emotions, right? And toxic team members uh, have a propensity to demonstrate very intense emotions, and that's at both ends. So either you know deeply withdrawn or overly aggressive the velocity they can go from you know 0 to 100 you know for emotional uh, emotional states very quickly and thirdly it's frequency right it's they go into emotional dysregulation often right so you find yourself walking on eggshells right you turn up to work each day and you never quite know how this team member is going to show up is it going to be a good day? Is it going to be a bad day? Uh, are they having a good day? But, you know, just the tiniest little thing goes wrong and suddenly, uh, you know, they're throwing tools around the, the workshop. They're uh, screaming at, uh, at, you know, customers on the phone or in some cases they're just storming out and you've got no reason why they're doing it. So we've got words, very divisive. Got emotions, right? Think intensity, velocity, frequency. And thirdly, it's their behaviours. Right, and the behaviours usually come with ultimatums or threats. Right, if you do this, I'm going to do that. For me, that's really the first step to identify a toxic team member. Right, because you don't want to. What they're trying to do is have you caught in their web. You need to be aware of the web that they're spinning, and you do that by paying attention to their words, observing their emotional states. As I said, you know, intense. How intense is the emotion? Uh, How quickly do they fly off the handle? And how often does it occur? And then third, it's those behaviours, right? Are they making ultimatums and threats to you, to uh, you know other colleagues, uh, and maybe even to customers? They are the absolute giveaway signs of toxic team members. What about the difference between somebody who is like inherently toxic, like this is inside of them, it doesn't matter the workplace, this is their MO, their way of working, and someone that has just started to exhibit some unusual behaviours of what you've observed of them because they might have um, started to have a bad time of it. How do we separate or uh, deal differently to find out that that is in fact what it is? Maybe a life circumstance has changed with them and they haven't been forthcoming with that information and it started to uh, affect who they are and how they perform in the workshop? Great question. Uh, and the answer is we observe the patterns of their behaviour over time. So a toxic team member, 
will not change their behaviour despite all your intervention, uh, all your counselling, all your guidance. They simply lack the awareness of their own behaviour and the ability to change their behaviour. Now, that is different to the second type of individual you were describing then, which is the person who's been a good team member and then for whatever reason, you start to notice uh, you know, a, a downwards trend in their behavior or in their performance. You're going to address that as well, but if this person is not a toxic team member, i.e. they're just, you know, th- there's, there's something happening either inside or outside the workplace that's having an adverse impact on their ability to perform their job, once you bring that pattern of behavior to that person's attention, i.e. you make them aware of it and you have a conversation, you help them identify the gap between the behavior they're demonstrating now and the behavior that you need them to demonstrate, that person will have the ability to modify, adjust, change their behavior to go back to you know, the level of performance or you know, the workplace behaviors that they uh, you know, originally had. Okay, so if it's a lifelong pattern, for instance, or at least an adult-long pattern, doesn't matter what we do to help them along the way, they're not going to change. But if it's uh, something that's that's fairly new, then there's the opportunity for you to sit down and, and try and really get to um, the heart of the issue and perhaps you're bringing to their attention uh, something they haven't even realised themselves. So there is the opportunity to save that good employee uh, as opposed to what we need to do with the toxic team member, uh, which is probably move them on. Correct, because with a toxic team member, you won't be able to change their underdeveloped prefrontal lobe, which um, regulates their uh, behavioural response. You will not be able to fix their uh, hyper-functioning temporal lobe uh, and amygdala, which hijacks their emotional states, nor will you be able to uh, manage their um, executive functioning, which is their ability to plan, think and resolve issues for themselves. And again, this is why we observe patterns of behavior over time because the truly toxic team member, despite all your best intentions and all your best interactions with them, you will notice that pattern does not change. So for you listening out there, don't fall into the trap, even though it is more difficult to get great new quality team members uh, into your workshop at the moment. Don't be tempted to keep on a toxic team member because you run the risk to the three R's, which are, Dean? Damage to your revenue, damage to your ability to retain good team members and ultimately damage to you and your workshop's reputation in your marketplace. And we absolutely don't want that after all the hard work that you are putting in to build up your auto repair shop. Thank you again, Dean, for another amazing performance hub. And make sure if you are not yet part of our online Facebook free community, you jump onto Facebook right now and join us at Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. And if you did enjoy uh, this session of Performance Hub with Dean Evans and myself, please jump on to wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, etc., and give us a rating and review. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk, and diamond sponsor Ventivid.